0: Welcome to the Unfiltered Podcast, presented to you by Instasize, where we interview content creators and influencers you love to follow. This is a behind-the-scenes look into the content you see. What's up, Garrett? Hi. How are you doing today? Good. Good. Have you been having fun here in Africa?
1: It's been fun, yeah. yeah. I had no expectations coming out here. I did a little. I, You want to be stoked and be able to get all these incredible shots of animals but it becomes very real once you get here that there might not be that possibility kind of like how we came in here in the first sunset yeah. that was kind of that was a bit of a,
0: was a little <laughs> a skeptical a blow to the morale <laughs> there yeah
1: um but it makes sense because of where we are at it just didn't it looks nothing like where we are now so
0: it's so cool and where are we right now by the way
1: so i think we're right directly in the middle of serengeti National That's so Park.
0: So cool. I think. Yeah, Maybe. that sounds right. Yeah. That sounds about right. And did we see, like, did you go on any, like, cool safaris today? Did you see anything cool?
1: We did. This morning, um, we set out and trekked for sunrise and didn't really get much at sunrise. So we improvised and got, like, portraits and things like that. Um, but then once the sun was up for a bit, we found the coolest, I think, prize of today was uh, the leopard and the cub, which I thought was literally the coolest part for me. Um, I know that's such a rarity yeah. and to have one, but then you have both the cub and the mom and then the triple threat would be to have time to actually capture it, which we did. Um, it wasn't like two minutes and that was it. And then they ran away. We were there probably for half an hour, which was absolutely incredible. And I feel like everyone was just so jazzed. It was so cool. So I, that, that was, that was like, um, I don't know, I I like to call my pit and peach of the day and um, I always ask my buddies that and my parents and you ask them what was your pit and your peach and I think the pit was really not one at all which is always the best case scenario our pit was we did find a male lion but (laughs) we didn't find it in in like a like the most photographic way but we did see it and then i think my peach was definitely the leopard that's really really cool um i love that and it's always great when your pit is really a peach
0: (laughs) yeah in the end it's like you saw a male lion that's awesome so there's
1: no pits out here it's been awesome the weather has been really good it was kind of hot but it's way cooler than I thought it would be out here, awesome. um, which is nice. Uh, I thought we were going to be sweating nonstop like I was in Guatemala.
0: <laughs> so it's hey, been well, great. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> At least the sweat hasn't like completely taken over. Yeah. Um, so tell me, I mean, Lion King comes out, I think like the day we come home or the day after. So if you were a Lion King character, which one would you be and why would you be that character?
1: Sure. Um, I feel like the cliche answer for me would have to be Simba just because I feel like sometimes like even with a pack of buddies or friends, I feel like I'm always the one to make the tough decisions and make the tough calls or try to be brave even if it's not in the cards. Yeah. And I feel like I always have to be the one to enforce and like step up to the plate and take the hit if it happens. and. I don't know. Um, yeah, I feel like I would be Simba. I have a lot of goofiness too, so maybe a few other characters. But um, <laughs>
0: no, Simba's awesome. Yeah,
1: I think yeah. I think he's like a lot of growth too, and that's like something I'm going through currently, and I think everyone is always, but yeah. especially right now. I think the last like two or three years of my life has just been so, just so much growth.
0: And what do you mean when you like say growth?
1: I think I think from. Uh, growth for me is is something that comes from mistakes it comes from success it comes from um, just getting older and learning uh, different things new ways to think new ways to do things Um, i mean just evolving in like my mindset and kind of in my character and learning uh, there's just better ways to to be a better person and there's Um, easier ways to help others and just, I don't know, I feel like just, it's just so much self-growth as well as a creative growth and I feel like if you don't grow in your own heart and mind then you can't grow anywhere else so.
0: Yeah, um, I love that. It's been
1: big for me just making a big decision to like um, move down to LA and California and that's completely out of my wheelhouse and uh, comfort zone. And I wanted to do that because the best are down there. And I feel like to be the best, you got to be with the best and compete against the best. And yeah. Um, yeah, it was really big decision for me. And it's been amazing ever since. It's led me to so many opportunities. I've grown so much as a creative and as a person. I've learned a lot of stuff I love, don't love anymore. <laughs> I'm really interested in new things. And, yeah. uh, like water has been new for me, like shooting in the water and like, uh, swimming, diving, all that stuff's been really new and completely out of my character. So it's been cool.
0: Wait, that's awesome. So you're, you're known for like your amazing photos. Obviously you're an incredible photographer, amazing person. So, but what, like the person behind like the camera is what I'm curious about. Like what makes you tick Garrett? Like what is, what makes, you know, at short stash tick?
1: Um, so I know I touched on this earlier and uh, just the ways that I, I think about random thoughts as they come up and um, when they happen and uh, it's always these deep conversations that come up and I feel like bring acquaintances to best friends and friendships into family and things like that. And I think deep, deep, deep down inside of me, what makes me tick, it has nothing to do with um, who I am as a creative or who I am as um, this outside perspective, but it's what makes I mean, me is my vulnerability and, and being able to accept uh, when I'm uncomfortable. Uh, it's that willingness to um, accept the challenge or to put myself out there and to, it's, just, it's really just my willingness to be scared. Yeah. And to accept being scared and that it's okay to be scared and um, have your, your talents questioned, have your skills questioned, have your direction questioned. It's those things that make you feel alive that I feel like make me tick and make me want to improve get better um you know i think just really evolve in any way that i can so it would be my thought process behind just how am i being vulnerable how am i putting myself in vulnerable situations am i growing am i um changing for the better am i learning from my mistakes um things like that so it's not really like this uh this physical thing—it's just this being I think inside of me that, uh, because I've asked myself a lot, um, some people have so many specific answers, and I always thought I just—I didn't really have one. Yeah. You know, and a lot of people, uh, I think, turn to a, like religion or things like that and say, "You know, God is what makes me tick," and that is very true. Yeah. Um, but it's like, what's under the surface of that too? Um, because even that can be scary, yeah. you know. And faith is scary, and 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 it's not easy. And and those are the things that all I think you know come from that. Is just being vulnerable. So. Um, and yeah. how
0: do you feel like you're like that vulnerability like transfers into the way that you live, and the way that you you know work? How does that vulnerability, like I guess, play a role in your life?
1: Sure um i think that that being said you know and and living in that kind of fragile space for me is so huge because it allows me to push myself and i think it just always keeps me at a humble uh, level playing field because there's just, that's the way I was raised. There's so many people who are so good at what they do and they're always challenging and they're always pushing the limits and things like that. And so for me to keep that mentality and to know that it, it truly is, it's not lonely at the top because so many people are at the top and there's always a top above you. There's yeah. always, the ceiling is always rising and it's important to know that you're, um, you know you're always in the mix you're always in the race that it's never over and so for me i think it's just the most important part is just staying in that vulnerability and i think it's reflected in my work because i'm not scared to try new things photograph new things um get creative you know be different um push the envelope add design elements bring my past into my present um i just i think that it's yeah i think it reflects me as a person knowing that i'm not uh, I try not to, you know, no matter someone's past, you don't look down on anyone and my dad taught me to treat the janitor like the CEO and the CEO like the janitor because no one is better, you know, than each other and that's same thing through the creative field through anything, um, you know, and I, I just feel like keeping that mentality has helped me go a lot of places because having a level head and knowing that you're equal to everyone is is so good to stay hungry and stay confident and stay... Um, faithful in yourself and just know that you know there's ways to push, there's always ways to improve. So um, yeah, I think it's just that that scarcity inside of myself that helps me push.
0: That's really, really cool. And that's like, that's amazing to hear that like from a creator, cause I feel like that's something some might try to hide like the vulnerabilities by what they create, but I feel like you use that to propel what you do sure. and how you live. It's not even just about like, you know, what you take photos of or how you photograph. It's more about like the person you are. Mm-hmm. So it's really, really cool. So that said, like, what is your like five-year plan? I guess like, what is next for Garrett?
1: Uh, I get asked this a lot. Um... I'm not sure because uh, as long as you know, I'm happy and fulfilled, um, that is literally what my life has come down to is fulfillment. And if that's making coffee for people and loving on people every day, then that's what I want to do in five years. And if I can make a living that way, that's what I want to do in five years. Um, if it's build an empire for a creative agency and have other photographers, designers, filmmakers and everything come together and, and make you know something epic and change the world, and that's what I want to do in five years. Um, maybe it's a little bit of both. Maybe I'm part-time barista, part-time uh, <laughs> empire maker, but I, uh, I don't know, yeah, I think it's, uh, it's definitely God's plan and not mine. And that's been really fun, kind of relying on his plan and not mine. Cause I never thought I'd be in Africa, you know, with yeah. you guys or meeting new people across the world. I have gone to so many journeys and adventures that I never, ever thought were gonna happen to me coming from like a small town in Texas. And yeah, yeah I think that reason specifically, you know changing career paths at a younger age and having that past and all those things like this day and age you can do anything at any given moment and so I feel like it's that unknown and excitement that gives me kind of this this unknown answer because I'm not sure and that also excites me because anything's possible and um, yeah I could be directing in five years I could be uh, running a coffee shop. <laughs> it's so cool, yeah. So. There's just,
0: the options are endless for you, which I think is really, really cool. And you can, I don't know, just having been on this trip with you and seeing you like interact, like we were just talking, like he's so cool because he doesn't like, you don't put yourself above others like and I think that you treat everyone the same like you were saying you treat the janitor like the CEO CEO like the janitor and I think that's really cool and so like have you I don't know how have you implemented that like into your life and like how how do you do that like is there do you just try to be nice to everyone or is it just something that just comes naturally to you
1: um, I think a lot of that is just the way I was raised to my parents and, um, the humility of growing up and, you know, on the other side of town of a lot of my best friends who grew up in very wealthy, rich homes and did, you know, you know, I was so blessed with the way I was raised though. I never asked for anything, never went without anything, love my parents and, um, but I think I just saw a lot of things growing up. Um, some rougher neighborhoods and stuff yeah. like that around that you just, uh, my dad just would always help anyone at any given time um, and he knew that if he helped them out it was like if they use it as you know for the good then it's a blessing if they don't it's a curse type deal and yeah. he just he would give somebody the jacket off his back and and say man they need it way more than i do and we can, I can go buy another one you know yeah. and it was that humility and those acts of service that i saw him do growing up that just really hit home to my heart and my mind that has carried with me from day one. And I think that um, I was lucky enough to just, you know, play basketball with not-so-fortunate kids and um, on one side of town and then play on the you know, other side of town where it's, you know, an all-white yeah. team and everyone's very wealthy and, like said, and it's, it's having both balances to know the good and the bad. And I think that, um, yeah, I think it's just the way I was raised. I'm so thankful for that because it's everything could always be so much worse. Yeah. And yes, everything can be better in growth, but you gotta be thankful and count your blessings because I just know that um, there's so many other people going through stuff they just have no idea about. And that's another big thing for me. And I've learned the hard way. I've judged people um, by what I think they would be or yeah. what they are online. And, and someone you thought could just be the worst ends up being an absolute uh, best buddy of yours because you didn't know what they went through Yeah. or that they didn't have parents or that they yeah, raised themselves and stuff like that. And it just really kicks you in yeah. the humility behind to know that like, <laughs> man, I'm so quick to judge. And that, uh, I think that's what really, really, um, those experiences and those mistakes growing up, I think just really level you out. and keep you kind of at that level playing field knowing, like, man, (laughs) um, yeah, everyone's human. So, like, I was given very blessed opportunities, and I was able to capitalize on them and work hard and and put my name out there and make something of myself, and everyone can do that. Um, So it doesn't make me better than anyone. (laughs) I just was given those options, and I, you know, took that advantage. So uh, I just hope that I can do that for other people.
0: That's really, really so, cool.
1: Because um, like, I've always had that mentality, if one makes it, we all make it. So, I, I yeah.
0: love that. Well, hey, thank you so much for taking the time today to talk to us. You, is there anything else you want to like say? Anything to your followers or like any advice you'd give to people about life?
1: Um, yeah, I think the one piece I always try to take with me is. Um, If you're gonna do something, you do it because you absolutely love it, and you believe in it, and it believes in you, and it's in you. And if you're gonna talk about it, be about it, and if you're gonna put your best foot forward, just do it. All cards in, you know, all hand is in. Um, Because I feel like too many people are half and half, one foot in the pool, one foot out, and they're so scared to jump, and you gotta jump. You gotta jump. Um, for me, I pulled the rug out from underneath me and had no choice, you know, and I left a design job um, and it's sink or swim, and I just feel like so many people are scared, and it's okay to be scared. Yeah. Everybody gets scared. Um, and it's up to you to kind of harness that, but I just feel like, take risks. You're never going to get anywhere if you don't take risks, and I think that's like my biggest piece of advice that goes across the whole board is take risks. Um, that separates you from those that won't, so.
0: Wow, and I think that's what's made you stand out as a creator, so keep up the good work, you. <laughs> the awesome. Thanks for listening to today's unfiltered podcast episode brought to you by Instasize. Follow us for more behind-the-scenes content from creators you love.